It's the California Wine Country Podcast with Steve Jackson and Dan Berger. We taste, we laugh, we learn. Time for California Wine Country, brought to you, of course, by Bottle Barn and Rodney Strong Vineyards and Davis Bynum Wines. It's Dan Berger and California Wine Country, a reminder that we podcast every episode, and you can check out any of the past episodes over the past, I don't know, six, seven years. They're all online at calwinecountry.com. Our guest today is Steve Sidham from Carol's Shelton Wines, and we were just talking off air about how much we all love Carol's Shelton. Her story is so amazing. Steve, welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Mary. I appreciate it. Let me just read this from the website. Carol's road to becoming a winemaker had a very early and unusual start. When she was six, her mom developed an identify-the-scent game using herbs and spices out of their kitchen cabinet. It quickly became apparent that Carol not only possessed a great sense of smell, but she was remarkably adept at figuring out the new smells as the game evolved. As Carol recalls, quote, it was probably the beginning of my path into the wine industry. Her story is pretty amazing. Give us a little history about Carol Shelton. Uh, Carol has been making wines for 42 years now, 46 years. And uh, she made all the award-winning wines at Rodney Strong, and she never got credit for it because she was a woman. Men may not realize this, but women have better palates. She's an amazing person, highly talented, and she decided 22 years ago to open up her own winery under her own name. And I'm very happy that she did because she is the greatest winemaker I've ever worked with. I've, in the old days, I'm, I started with Gallo in 1962. And, uh, you know, when Lincoln was president, you know, <laughs> <laughs> had a big hat. You know, he had one of And Carol, yeah, I sold Robert Mondavi wines, Jay Lore, Ritter Champagnes, and so some of the greatest wines in the world, all the great first growth Bordeaux and Grand Cru Burgundies and. Uh, Italian wines and and uh, German wines. She's the best winemaker I ever worked with. Wow. And not saying that because I happen to be the national sales manager for her, but because she really is. If you saw what Carol does and how she blends wines and puts them together, it's an amazing thing to watch because you, there may be 50 or 60 187s uh, milliliter uh, bottles on the table and she will put all of those blends together and bring it down to maybe 15 glasses and then she'll have Chris Moran who is our cellar master, is a great palate and uh, myself and she'll she'll already have tasted those wines and she'll bring us into the officer and say you guys tell me which ones you like so by process of elimination we get down to maybe three or four and we all have to agree that that's the wine that goes in the bottle. Her ego is not involved. You know, the one one thing additional about Carol, which she doesn't talk about herself because right. she's very, very self-effacing, is that she also identifies great vineyards. And she doesn't select vineyards for their price. She selects them just for the fruit quality, nothing more. And it doesn't cost uh, any money to test these wines out, it costs a lot of time and effort. When she finally makes a decision to buy a vineyard, she has gone through years of analysis before she selects that vineyard. And Dan Berger, you have known Steve Siddham uh, for quite a while. At least 40 years. We don't know how long. It's, yeah. It goes back so far we forgot. In San Francisco in 1962 when I started, and my sales manager was Harry Blywise. He's an incredible guy, and, uh, you know, when you work with people like that, he was a great street guy. And being a street guy, and people who understand what that phrase actually means, is that the street, the trade, 
They tell you everything. They tell you when you're doing something right, and they tell you when you're doing something wrong. And sure. things have changed, haven't they? Absolutely. And, you know, <laughs> I just got back from a trip in, in 11 states, all right? We're in 43 states with Carl Shelton, and every single person we present the wines to, they absolutely love the wines and they buy the wines. They don't know who Carol is. But they know you. No, no. <laughs> actually, they didn't know me either. But I mean, but it's, they the like wine the speaks for itself. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You alluded to this, Steve, earlier that uh, early in uh, Carol's career, she experienced some of the resistance that uh, many of the pioneering class of women winemakers were encountering. And she said, and I quote, women weren't allowed to work in the cellar. We weren't considered strong enough. But I think many of us proved this conception to be dead wrong. Hauling ho- uh, hoses, pushing around pumps, shoveling out a tank full of grapes. And, yeah, it's hard fit physical labor, but women can do it. And she did. And talk, uh, both of you, talk a little bit about, over these years, how iconic she not to mention her wines, but as a winemaker, Carol Shelton, how Carol iconic was, she has become. Carol was one of the rare people who was making wine in the early days, probably I mean, 75, 78, 79, in that period when she was literally getting her feet wet, literally getting her feet wet in the business. And then later on in the early 80s when she began to actually physically make the wine, one of the things that was pretty evident was she had a sixth sense for the subtleties of varietal character. She was always looking for those wines that showed varietal intensity, and she didn't care about intensity of flavor as much as personality of the wine. And that's what her wines show to this day. And we're going to, we have a couple more. We have it. the first one we're doing here is the 2021 uh, Coquille Blanc, which is a kind of a creation of hers. It's just basically a Rhone blend, white wine made from four different uh, Rhone varieties. Is it close to a Sauvignon Blanc? Well, it's similar in some respects, but it's got it's, it's Grenache Blanc, and it's got Roussan, Marsan, and Viognier. So the four uh, Rhone white brines, varieties, there are 13 of them altogether. She doesn't use uh, nine of them. They're not worth using, and she uses the four best of them. Well, this and is wonderful. What year is this, Steve? Well, the thing about this is that uh, Carol's footprint, or her style... Is all about balance. In this wine, you've got the four grape varieties, Grenache, Blanc, Viognier, Marsan, Roussan, all barrel fermented in French oak, and lees contact for six months, stirred weekly. Uh, but you don't taste a lot of French oak, and you don't have a lot of it's, alcohol. It's a 2021. It doesn't really have any time in bottle yet, really, but it's going to be a much better wine in six months to a year. But the most important thing is that it's got this personality of the of the area that the wines come from in France. Yeah. It uh, comes from the Navarra's vineyard in Paso Robles and uh Carol's been buying fruit uh since the 09 vintage from this uh vineyard. Uh it's a special vineyard and again as Dan said, uh she seeks out these wonderful and special vineyards. And Carol has been in so many times. You mentioned something about uh working with her and at carol shelton wines it's a it's a real family situation it is a family it does it's not run like a corporation uh, sometimes mitch will yell across the room <laughs> in his booming voice carol get in here i need to talk <laughs> 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 they've not used the intercom but i mean it's a family and that 
Remember true. the song, uh, When the Word Was a Thunderbird and the yeah. Price Was 40 Twice? That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the, yeah. What's the word, Thunderbird? What's the price, 30 twice? That, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all I was, that's on my tombstone. Are we really talking about Thunderbird on California Wine Country? <laughs> Why not? It's a, it's a historic reference. Okay. <laughs> Before I forget, you know, I hope the listeners will come and visit us at 3354B, that's in, in Boy, Coffee Lane in Santa Rosa. Please, because if you want to you wanna have a wonderful wine experience that you've not had before, there's nothing like the wines that Carol Shelton makes, and I, I really, truly mean that. So uh, I believe those visitations require reservations, though, correct? Well, you do have to. Yes. Uh, thank you. Well, <laughs> every winery has to do that these yeah. days. Yeah. These days especially. And go to carolshelton.com. Dan? I think what Carol has done is to recreate some of the more classic examples of wine from the 1940s and 50s, but with better strategies. A lot of these wines were made by the Italian farmers back in the 1940s and 50s after World War II, and they were called just Burgundy. They were just red wine. There was a little bit of Carignan being used and so forth. This particular red that we're just pouring now is called Coquille Rouge, which is the red wine alternative to the white. And the interesting thing is here, this is a blend that would have been made in the 50s probably by some of the older Italian wineries, but Carol has taken it up about three notches. This stuff is very, very stylish, and it really re- does represent the Rhone uh, uh, Valley in, in France, and it, it, it's a classic example of how to take some of the more interesting varieties from the 40s and 50s and upgrade them. And these, uh, Some of these are the old vines, aren't they, Steve? 100 years old. It's from the Costa Carta County, uh, uh, and the Mouvedre is over 100 years old, uh, and there's five grape varieties that go into this blend. Uh, there is Grenache Rouge, Mouvedre, Petit Syrah, Carignan, and Alicante Boucher, all barrel fermented in, uh, in French oak. And there's nothing like this by any other winery that I know of because it gives you all the personality in the in the nose, but the aftertaste is absolutely pure silk. Yeah, it's, it's delicious. A stunningly tasty wine. And it's going to improve in the bottle, but it's delicious to drink now and again. That's Carol's signature. It's beautifully balanced. And um, uh, that's why I love uh, working with Carol. And I love blending wines with her and tasting wines with her. It's, it's a lot of fun. And well, it's very creative. Well, you, you go all the way back. Uh, Steve, to that period where some of these wines were just basically generics. Now we've got a, a, this is not a generic, this is a super premium. Yeah, absolutely. We've tasted this blind against uh, Chateauneuf de Pops is selling for over $100, and we just blow it off the table. So it's an incredible value, and, you know, retail-wise, uh, this is about $25, $26, and the uh, Coquille wow. Blanc is about this, $24. This is, a, this is really a bargain. If, yeah. you, if you found a wine of this caliber from France, it would probably cost you $70 or $65. Easily. Like that. It's Easy. handmade wine, basically. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, it's beautiful wine. Yeah, Coquille Rouge is the name. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry to interrupt, but the they can't see it on the radio. But the shell on the label uh, is part of Carol Shelton's coat of arms, 
her family's been in this country since the 1600s, and she goes back to Anne Boleyn as an ancestor, of course, didn't do very well with the king. (laughs) Don't mess with the king. Poor Anne. But, yeah, we've heard that story before. And the fact that Carol started at UC Davis in 74, Mm -hmm. she started with an undeclared major. She had a penchant for language and an aptitude for science, and she wound up deciding to become a a winemaker, and she declared her major then as fermentation science. One of the other things, you know, she's got more awards than any winemaker in the country. She had been awarded eight times winemaker of the year. Over the last eight years, four of her wines have been in the top 100 wines of the world in the Wine Spectator. And very few winemakers, if any winemaker, can make that statement. It is California Wine Country, brought to you by Bottle Barn, Rodney Strong Vineyards, and Davis Bynum Wines. Speaking of Rodney Strong, they're doing their big lobster fest. It's coming up uh, Saturday, August 6th. I believe it's an extravaganza, Steve. It is an extravaganza. <laughs> well, pretty much everything they do at Rodney Strong is an extravaganza these days. They've got so much going on. And uh, I'm actually getting my sorry ass off the couch on August 6th and going to the lobster feed or extravaganza. He's asked me to drive him there, folks. He's serious. Harry and I will be there. So be kind. Break out the Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> And we're talking about uh, fresh Maine lobsters here. It is uh, the Maine Lobster Extravaganza, Saturday, August 6th at Rodney Strong Vineyards. There'll be live music at this event with the Pointless Sisters. Again, i got to keep saying fresh Maine lobster with a variety of vegetables, prawns, Louisiana hot links, and, of course, the great Rodney Strong wines. California Wine Country brought to you by Bottle Barn, Rodney Strong Vineyards, and Davis Bynum Wines. Our <laughs> guest today is Steve Sidham from Carroll Shelton Wines. I would go back to Steve and his story. You, you got more stories than anybody in the industry. You know, I mean, you, you go back so far, you, you could think about a story a year. Actually, I'll tell you a story, but the Robert Madavi story many years ago. Sure. He went to, he went to uh, New York, and he wanted to get into all the high-end restaurants. So I forget what the name of the distributor was. Maybe a House of Burgundy or one of those. So the guy says, well, you have to talk to Big Louie. <laughs> Big Louie. Big Louie. Big yeah. Louie. He's got all the restaurants in his pocket. Yeah. And he, you know, he goes around in a chauffeur-driven limousine because there's no parking places. So. <laughs> so he goes down the hallway and knocks on the door. And the guy says, yeah. So Bob comes in. He says, I'm Bob Madavi. He said, from Napa Valley, California, I want to get into all the shishi restaurants. So, well, he said, you know, it's going to cost you... He said, uh, "What do you do? That's you know, fantastic." Going to cost you, you know, two tickets uh, to the Bahamas. All expenses paid, two weeks vacation. And Bob and Dobby said, "Well, what's the guarantee?" <laughs> he said, the "Guarantee is I'm going to have a good time." That's, <laughs> a, that's a guarantee. <laughs> I love that. So, story. by the way, someone asked about the telephone number, Carol Shelton. So, I got to give that to you. It's seven zero seven five seven five. 3441. And again, the address is 3354B, as in boy, Coffee Lane, in the beautiful city of Santa Rosa. Okay, since most of our listeners, so many of them, are in their cars right now, they can't uh, handle that information. Again, I will reiterate go to carolshelton.com. S H E L T O N. Carolshelton.com. Coffee Business Park, right? Yeah. Coffee Business Park. Yeah. That's where it is. Well, we should talk about this third wine, shouldn't we? Oh, well, the Rockpile Reserve is from the Florence Vineyard. 
It overlooks uh, Lake Sonoma in the Dry Creek area. This is about 1,400 feet above that lake, and the fog bank never gets to the vineyard. This is a spectacular property. If you have driven up uh, Dry Creek area and you take uh, Dry Creek Road all the way to the end, you'll Mm -hmm. find uh, that Lake Sonoma up there is just a rather incredible opportunity to see, even though it's low in <laughs> total liquid up there. But the vineyard is gorgeous. It's it's beautiful. It's spectacular. Yeah. And and this Florence vineyard has been in the ground for about, what, 30, 35, 40 years now. Yeah. This is a great vineyard. And Carol identified this vineyard as great before the vineyard was great. She bought the fruit. But she also identified the fact that there were really some subtle problems in terms of how the fruit was growing. And she recommended to the grower that they do some things that altered the way the fruit was being grown. And she ended up being one of two properties that are now accessing this fruit. Tell, Tell the story, Steve. This is great. Well, it's she was the first person to make wine from those grapes along with Kent Rosenblum. It gets about 18 months in, in French and American oak, but mostly French oak. And um, it tastes more like a Cabernet than it does Zinfandel. It's very elegant. Um, and if you, for instance, if you go to the uh, tasting room uh, in, in Healdsburg, you'll see Big Science's rock pile. Uh, that also comes from the same vineyard. However, uh, it's very good wine, but it doesn't taste like this wine. Carol's rock pile doesn't taste like anybody's rock pile. This is made the way a great first growth Bordeaux would be made, and this and the price on this wine is just around forty bucks, and it's probably the cheapest forty dollars you'll ever. Spend. I mean, this is a fabulous wine. It yeah, really it deserves to be a lot more money than that. What a great example! And I love the eighteen. I thought the eighteen was the best Zinfandel I tasted that year. This nineteen is just as good, if not better. Yeah, absolute. I believe our listeners really appreciate you encouraging our vintners to up their prices, Dan. No, I don't want them to increase <laughs> their prices. What I do want our readers, our, our listeners to well, to do is the, buy them. The listeners may not, but the wineries <laughs> do. Yeah. Well, occasionally, and 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 in this case, I think you'll find it at Bottle Barn as well. And this price is that forty dollar price is not going to be. You won't see that at Bottle Barn. No, it'll be well under that. And this at that even at fifty, this would be a decent value, but pretty at, much. At, at, but now at well under forty, it's it's, it's a steal. <laughs> I can't imagine anybody not buying this. This is if you like Zinfandel, buy this wine. It is California wine country uh, with Dan Berger, our guest today, Steve uh, Sidham from Carol Shelton Wines. Carol Shelton. S-H-E-L-T-O-N, carolshelton.com. What a great woman and a great winemaker and a great story and wonderful wines.